and good afternoon. Uh, please accept my apologies. We will not be continuing our Bible study this Sunday, or this Sunday, this Wednesday. Um, I'm heading up to Detroit today, and I want to take advantage of as much sunlight as I can for the trip. And I'm coming back tomorrow. It's a quick trip up to my father-in-law's house. So that's why we won't have it. But we'll pick it back up next week. But thank you for your for understanding. Our first reading for this afternoon is from the 63rd chapter of Isaiah. I will recount the steadfast love of the Lord, the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord has granted us, and the great goodness to the house of Israel that he has granted them according to his compassion, according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he said, surely they are my people, children who will not deal falsely. And he became their savior. In all their affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore he turned to be their enemy and himself fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old of Moses and his people. Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put in the midst of them his Holy Spirit, who caused his glorious arm to go at the right hand of Moses, who divided the waters before them to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the depths? Like a horse in the desert, they did not stumble. Like livestock that go down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord gave them rest. So you led your people to make for yourself a glorious name. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from the second chapter of Luke. And at the end of eight days when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus. The name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses... They brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, Now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, behold, This child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed. And a sword will pierce through your own soul also 
so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This is the word of the Lord. We continue our recitation with the first petition of the Lord's Prayer. What is the first petition? Hallowed be thy name. What does this mean? God's name is certainly holy in itself, but we pray in this petition that it may be kept holy among us also. How is God's name kept holy? God's name is kept holy when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity, and we as the children of God also lead holy lives according to it. Help us to do this, dear Father in heaven. But anyone who teaches or lives contrary to God's word profanes the name of God among us. Protect us from this, Heavenly Father. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This past week, just a few days ago, we we celebrated New Year's in our country and around the world. And while the world around us comes up with their different resolutions and things that they're planning to do, the church year had a different celebration on that same day. It's not as catchy of a phrase as New Year's Eve. The name is the circumcision and naming of Jesus. That's the name of the day. Doesn't flow as well as New Year's Eve. Circumcision and naming of Jesus. But that's a day in the church here. It's like first Sunday in Advent. Christmas, first Sunday in Christmas. Lent one. That's the name of it. And we may wonder, why? Why are we celebrating that on New Year's Eve? Why does that fall on that day? Because it's such an important day, believe it or not. All you have to do is unpack that. The circumcision and naming of Jesus. First of all, circumcision. What's the big deal about that? Huge. Because this is the first time that the Christ will have shed blood as man. It's a little bit of blood in circumcision. But it is blood nonetheless. And even as a baby, he began to keep the law perfectly through the shedding of his blood, which ultimately he did for us. That day is also called the circumcision and naming of Jesus. Well, the name is very important. Unlike in our society where often we we pick a name because we like the way it sounds or maybe it reminds us of someone For the Jews, their names have meaning. Literally, the name means something. And for Jesus, and you you may know this, when the angel Gabriel said what his name would be, he said, his name shall be Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So on this day, we are remembering that Jesus 
the one who will save his people from their sins, did so and started off that day through the shedding of blood. I'm so glad we had our first petition today of the Lord's Prayer, hallowed be thy name. God's name would be kept holy. And the the meaning Luther put with this was this. God's name is kept holy when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity. And we, as the children of God, also lead holy lives according to it. Help us to do this, dear Father in heaven. So as we Christians begin our new year, I pray we do so calling on that name of Christ in prayer, in thanksgiving for all of the daily blessings that we have. I pray that as we continue in our new year and every day of our lives, that we would call on that name of Jesus. Call upon it in trouble. He knows what trouble is. His name literally is about trouble, isn't it? He will save people from their sins. And that's what we go through. That's literally what his name is, that he's going to help us in our darkest of days. That's his nature. That's his essence. That's who he is. It's his name. So as we begin our new year, and I think this is not just a New Year's Eve thing. It's an everyday thing that we would remember we have a great start to a new year. And we have a great start to every single day because our God, Jesus came to save us from our sins, and he did that through the shedding of his blood. And you see that already. On New Year's Eve, the circumcision and the naming of Jesus, which is a great way for us to celebrate every day and to remember what our Lord is always doing for us, saving us through his blood. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.